0: Jack Black was my hero for the longest it still is really oh, that is I've watched story. Kung Fu Panda at least 20 times
1: oh there's a new one coming out yeah. isn't it there? was my
0: first uh, concert Kung Fu, Ken, Kung Fu Panda, they Kung Fu Panda? Like, did they Kung Fu Panda <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they have a band Anyways, they would have been good that should be a band name How's that not? Kung Fu Panda. Because of IP
1: stuff, probably. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, you could probably get away with it. <laughs> it's just a name. Yeah, it's not like you don't use the logo. <laughs> yeah. We sell patches
2: with Daria on them that, yeah. and that has not gotten us in trouble yet. Um, mostly because no one knows who we are. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Oh, for your man? Uh, yeah. But yeah, even that,
1: it's like, just don't. Because it could be, like, a parody you could get away with that stuff. And as long as, like, who, who owns Daria, they're not going to come after you. Paramount <laughs> I mean,
2: owns Daria. They will definitely come uh, after you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you're
1: right about that. Especially if they're trying to do something. That's the thing. Do they care about Daria? Because yeah. <laughs> if, if they're not making a new Daria show, they're not going to care. She's, like,
0: hardcore dancing, so she doesn't even look <laughs> like Daria. Mm-hmm. You know, she's... Yeah.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we discuss and explore the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities, also known as the Greater Metro Area. My name is David Steele, I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, singer, songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, husband, father, and my best friend for over 20 years. In today's episode, we welcome a special guest, A.B. Hill. A.B. is a guitar player, a vocalist, and a stand-up comic. We wanted to have A.B. on the show to talk to him about the differences between performing music on stage and performing stand-up comedy. We also ask AB how he got started in music and what he's currently been up to with his latest project, Jawline, an emo hardcore band from Oklahoma City. We also ask AB about his tape collection and how to book shows and how to book a tour. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoy today's episode and our conversation with A.B., as we greatly appreciate your time and attention. Count us off. All right, in five, four... Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me, as always, is... Nick Campbell! Today, we welcome a special guest, A.B. Hill. Hey! Thanks for coming. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thanks,
2: man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. A musician and a comedian, which I was saying is the apex of the show, (laughs) for you know, and which is rare to find. We had James Dim, which is also he's a a drummer and a comedian. Mm -hmm. So you're not the first, but one of the few. (laughs) Yeah, I feel special. So um, before we get too far into it, I just
2: wanted to make sure that I said what a huge mistake it was that you guys made bringing me in here because <laughs> <laughs> if you let me talk for long enough I will say something uh, uh, cancelable <laughs> something. it's just not going to be good so no. just, you're going to have a lot of it's <laughs> yeah. it
1: been Hopefully. a good run yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean,
2: 23 is pretty good that's a lot of episodes yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if you this, could cut around kind of it enough
1: if this is the last one I mean...
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can keep it for later <laughs> I don't
1: know <laughs> So just for I don't priorities. know. I mean, last week's episode was was probably the most raciest one we've had, which wasn't bad, but it was still like who was on Matt, Matt Farrell. Farrell. I mean, he's he's a little you know racier comic, so I mean that's it goes with the territory. I mean, with which is you know we had some good conversations about kind of where that line is in comedy, you know. I don't know, so yeah, how long have you been doing comedy? I should have asked that, I'm just curious
2: <laughs> I did comedy for about a year Yeah. Strictly because I couldn't find anyone to play music with oh,
1: okay, you just needed mm. to get it back on and stage And I wanted to
2: do something <laughs> Yeah. And I, I wanted to, to be a, just a better frontman in general Because mm-hmm. I'm not super articulate or well spoken And I yeah. thought maybe practicing comedy could help with that and then this, the second I found someone who played drums, <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm like, mad. fuck this.
1: <laughs> Suck at this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Back to hardcore. <laughs> I like that, because that's a... Uh, I've always thought about that with comedy. at For myself, if, like... Or anyone that wants to be better as a, a speaker of any kind, comedy is a great way to practice that, I think. And it's mm. like, you know, you're going to get a little bit more confident and more... Present, you know, easier to present.
0: What I noticed is whenever you say something, you are looking for a reaction, mm. and I start doing that in regular conversation now. Yeah. And I go, Oh man, how many people have I offended before this? <laughs> yeah. no, know,
1: like, I it. know what that look is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, now you can recognize that yeah. look everywhere.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, my mom, I said a lot of bad things. I can realize that now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, Oh, that wasn't funny. Yeah. I feel it's like it's like actually the hurt. reverse for me,
2: <laughs> getting back into music, especially hardcore music. I feel like is making me a better comedian,
1: oh, okay. oh, cool. rather
2: than comedy making me a better right.
1: frontman for a band. But that's awesome that they work together in that way. I mean, in ways you don't even realize or don't intend to. I think, um, yeah, like like I said, because with that um, music and comedy, they have so many similarities, right? Like even though they're very different. You both do them at the same places the same in front of the same kinds of people I mean both most people like music also probably like comedy um, you both do them on a stage in front of people with a microphone <laughs> whatever a PA system there's so many things that like how you do it is similar but obviously they're completely different the product is weird. <laughs> think of it as like comedy is more you know spoken and more direct kind of you know speaking about thoughts whereas music is just almost more all emotion it's harder
2: know. to subvert someone's expectations with right. not impossible but when you when you're a band then people know who you are mm-hmm. like oh i hope they play this song right they know they can't the song. wait for them to play this song mm-hmm. where when you're doing comedy like people expect something different every time because they don't know how comedy right. works <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's laughs> well, true.
1: but I think because I've talked about this recently uh, several times but I, for me I look at a lot of comedians especially when I get to know them more like it's like oh, I I've seen I've heard you do this bit before as soon as they start it I already start laughing cuz I already know what they're going to say <laughs> but like I like that cuz it's like yeah it's like hearing a song that you like like your first few chords of a song you're like oh hell yeah I'm ready <laughs> you, know, you start getting in that mode you about, can cover
2: songs yeah. yeah From other musicians You can't cover
1: jobs. Right That's a good yeah, difference Unless
2: you're Carlos Mancilla Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a few John Wallens I would love to do live But I can't Yeah <laughs> and don't <Damn>. we all
1: <laughs> Yeah It's like This is the cover We've talked about Like swapping sets before That's a good yeah, idea Yeah I think that would be fun <laughs> To just swap somebody's set Yeah Just to get a type 5 And see mm-hmm. what it looks like yeah. That's That's kind of a way to do it I guess mm-hmm. I don't know um, so yeah, so I guess all together you yeah, haven't been doing comedy very long. But how long have you been playing music? It's been more of a life long.
2: My first band was called Anger House. Right. We were in Denton, <laughs> Texas. We formed in two thousand and twelve.
1: Okay. Tw- okay, oh, okay. Cool. A, yeah, close so, to. I mean, we were started a little bit earlier than that, but that we were active. Yeah, around that time. And I've
2: been in bands since then, mm-hmm. on and off. So.
1: Yeah. Over Twelve years. Years-ish. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Is that your craft? That's
2: the one you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: rest rest. I
2: would like to be a better comic. Yeah. I have a lot of fun doing comedy. I, I feel like I almost have more fun doing comedy than I do playing music. Mm-hmm. I'm just not as good at it.
1: Yeah. Man, you got
0: some pretty solid jokes though. i said I mean, when I first saw you I thought you would, you
1: had done it before. Oh, okay, so, so you saw his yeah. first ever Mike. Well, I think it was at Bricktown. First. Bricktown so, Comedy Club, yeah, first
2: He said, We're going to CC's. So I said, Sure, great. So I'm in the truck, and my foreman, Blaine,'s in the front seat with a handgun. <laughs> boys will be boys. But also, he's loading the magazine. Oh, God. Boys will be boys. So I said, Blaine, are we, we're going to CC's, right? Oh, we're going to CC's, we're going to CC's, right? He says to me, He says, Nope. Plans have changed. We're going to Mazio's now. (laughs) I said, thank fucking Christ. I guess the gun was just there in case something happened 11 13 on a Tuesday at a Mazio's in Edmond, Oklahoma. Nothing.
1: I was like this guy's got an attitude i'm like <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which it, it yeah. wasn't it, technically it wasn't his first time bef- behind a microphone though. yeah <laughs> that's yeah. the thing it's like yeah i think that there maybe is that kind of confidence that you might have you know without ever it's like because some people that i've seen people do comedy for the first time and you could tell mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was, it's nervous like their first hell, time dude. Yeah. like
2: Cause I prepared five minutes of material because I thought I got yeah. five minutes, and when I got okay. to the mic, like, okay, comics, you get four minutes each, and I'm like, oh, well, I shit. have five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> now I have to do it really
1: fast. Yeah, or something. <laughs> you have to figure out how to cut out something for sure. So, and you probably, I guess, how, how did you go about preparing for that first show? Did you like rehearse it like a, you would a song? Yeah, so
2: I just recorded myself mm-hmm. doing it over and over right. and over again you just kind
1: of critiqued it yourself Yeah,
2: just to make sure that everything flowed well and right. that I could do five minutes Yeah And not go
1: over Because mm-hmm. I
2: was super paranoid about the red light Yeah <laughs> And then i get to my first comedy mic at Bricktown Comedy Club And like five people get red lighted and they just keep going anyways so Yeah was super punk rock about it. <laughs> <laughs> I kept
1: going. Yeah That's cool uh so yeah, that's awesome then. Um, Don't
2: go past the red light. Right. Yeah, that's not not idea. <laughs> but
1: it's like but yeah, you're like But they I, did though. But you're like I've kind of into this this punk rock shit.
0: <laughs> so you think <laughs> the the, the stage time as a musician gave you some comfortability mm-hmm. with yeah.
1: Yeah, just yeah. being in front of a crowd in right. general. I mean, yeah. that part of the nerves are is Ooh. cut down a little bit like you said you're still nervous about. Right. it's it's a different kind of crowd, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not the yeah. same. I'm
2: not playing to like Mhm punk rockers with a guitar like I I, when you're playing music you have this sonic boundary in front of you that's protecting you right and I could I could yell and scream about all the things that are making me upset
1: yeah and you're not and
2: I'm comfortable where when you're doing comedy the sonic boundary is gone, and it is just mm-hmm. you and the words that you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no, like, other noises, <laughs> like, yeah. going on, I guess. you Because you can kind of muffle and hide behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah, and, like, if people
2: can't understand what I'm saying when I'm playing hardcore, <laughs> it's not that as big a, of a deal. Yeah. Where when you're doing a podcast or you're doing a stand-up, yeah. you ha- it's better to be articulate mm-hmm. so people
1: get the joke. Right. Because if they don't
2: understand what you're saying, then it's not funny. Yeah, that's
1: the whole point. And so, like I said, I think going back to that music, it's like you're just conveying emotion (laughs) instead of an idea. I think that's the the key difference.
2: That jargled screaming sounded really angry. Yeah.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, there's a I always think of it like this, too. It's like uh, whenever you're a musician and nobody shows up and you still have to play for Mm -hmm. 30 to 40 minutes, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You're like, that's how I feel whenever I'm up on the stage and there's like four people I'm still like oh there's four people so here at JJ's <laughs> Alley and there's
2: like the usual comics and like people just there to drink had no idea that comedy was happening that night yeah those yeah, are good times that's, <laughs> they're having a conversation because they don't give a fuck yeah
0: they're from out of town and they're yeah. usually wearing cowboy hats
2: like, but it's what are these whatever. jagoffs doing <laughs> up there <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh, interesting I mean that is a big key difference too is the audience like you said I mean with I always think about this now with comedy like comedy the crowd has to be there for comedy or it just doesn't really work i mean with music i mean if you're at a bar at jj's that's why at jj's music works perfectly all the time because there's just a guitar player in the corner playing, and people can just go about yeah, it's, their business it's, it's and have, ambient. yeah, and they can yeah. listen, but they yeah. can have a conversation. You can't do that in comedy. The
2: comedy's not ambient. Yeah, <laughs> you know, someone's gonna say like a racial slur, or something, <laughs> and it's just gonna ruin your night. Right? Yeah,
1: and then you don't want to be yeah because if, if if people are being offensive at all on stage, uh, that people will make people want to leave. Because, yeah. They don't mm. want to hear, you know, what that comic is saying.
0: And that's how you lose a mic. <laughs> know, <that's, laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That happens Yeah, sometimes. so you have that to be careful. To that's why I think that that's a big thing with with people. I mean, and for people out there putting on shows, you know, I've noticed it's like be careful with where you do book shows and make sure that you don't do an ambush show. <laughs> yeah. What's
2: even worse is you go to a mic and someone's there on a date, and they didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to do this to impress my uh, date.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they've seen, like, maybe, like, a couple of Joe Rogans, and then they yeah. get up there, and they think they can do it. <laughs> and, um,
1: that could be entertaining. Did that so. happen to you?
2: Was that- <laughs> uh, particularly, I'm referencing a thing that I was not there to see and yeah. only heard about. Yeah. You might have been there, because I think it happened at JJ's and um, hmm. a different comic got egged or, or um, hassled by somebody and they said well why don't you get up here and do it and then they did and it just did not go well I'm What's... trying to think of who was telling me that fucking story um, I haven't seen them perform in a long time and I can't remember their name and this is going <laughs> to really upset them <laughs> the white Jesus 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 no, Flores okay. no, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I forgot about him man did he yeah. say come up and try it? I think he was I think he was the person that was again the dude. Yeah. Not the antagonist, yeah. the but the uh, dude yeah. was a geek. Yeah. He was the person getting heckled and then the dude that got on after him was really bad and I <laughs> think from what I understand also an undercover cop that immediately blew his cover if he was one to uh, begin yeah. with. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll said that he was. That's the first thing that you do when you're an undercover cop is announce that you're an undercover cop. Right. Or it's really a great ploy. He's a really bad one. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> or he's smart
1: because like, nobody believes him. Right? He's a, he's yeah. It. yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's for the bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That would be it. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, I'll write that down. I'll use it later. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so you've been playing music for a long time. Uh, I guess, yeah, your first band, Anger House, in Texas. Where did we drop off on that? <laughs> oh, yeah, what was that show like? Yeah.
2: My first show ever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, my first show ever with my first band ever, Anger House. Yeah. was with was at a place called Eureka Park in Denton, Texas. Hmm. And we did not have a permit.
1: Oh okay. <laughs> like but the promoters,
2: things. I guess, they went to Home Depot. They rented a generator. Okay. Um, somebody had a PA system that kind of worked. <laughs> Good uh, enough. There was like six punk bands. We were just in the middle Hell of this yeah. field. <laughs> oh nice. There was like A youth soccer game down the way. Yeah. And we just played. Um, Little mosh pit. Yeah. A lot of young
1: Dentonites showed up.
2: It It was a lot of fun. No one hassled us. In (laughs) fact, we even did it again. The second time we were smart enough to not do it in the grass. We found a tennis court that was not being used at the time Mm -hmm. and did it there. People did show up to play tennis. They <laughs> kind of just played around us. <laughs> Not seem to so mind sick. at all. Um, Denton used to be really cool yeah.
1: like that. Uh, That's what I've heard. I've I've been through it, I guess, because I was on the way to Dallas. So but like, I've never been there for music or anything. But I know that they used to be. I mean, I guess it probably still is. It's a college town, right? So it's probably a lot of music. There, Denton is still going had a lot.
2: lull for a while right. and it came right back up mm-hmm. um, to the point where like national touring acts are yeah. coming through to play Denton
1: yeah specifically, because um, they used to have a thing that was Denton radio I think it was like a radio but it was they had a website too I think but it was very very they were like I guess it's not active anymore but it was like huge for people yeah. like people getting on it would it was very popular because of the people they would get and with that scene it was very yeah when i was participating with that scene it was very diy yeah it was house shows Which, that's awesome and, i mean that, that just reminds me of like yeah. doing what i do a lot here with doing all, our house shows it's like man if you can't get anybody to give you an opportunity just make it yourself you know yeah so that sounds awesome that you guys did that it and,
2: really grew from that
1: yeah so and, that's kind of yeah you've always done that kind of diy stuff yeah, a lot depending on shows. who you
2: ask maybe for the worst maybe for the better because mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's it's um looking at it from the outside now that i live here right it's huge now yeah. like i'm seeing like really big bands come through to play at mm. rubber gloves which used to be like a whole oh, okay. wall and now it's yeah. renovated and fancy and again <laughs> anyone who ask, great mm. great yeah. for the scene great for the music um if you ask someone else it's Kind of
1: lame. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like as far as like, oh, it's not what it was. The spirit. Is, <laughs> yeah, for some people, the
2: spirit is gone. I mean, that's yeah. That for happens some people, a lot. great business
1: move. Right. I mean, that's that kind of happens. I mean, you see that here too. I mean, I won't you know name any names, but like as far as places that used to be really cool, and then they get a lot of money, and they completely renovate it, and you're like, what? This doesn't feel the same anymore for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, but it happens. I think that that's part of it i think yeah. as far as
2: uh and just uh, to cover my own ass <laughs> just in case they to play didn't again oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't care
1: what they do right
2: like if shows are happening good thing no yeah, oh, yeah.
1: like i said i think it's uh, it's good for um the, and it's because it's so close to here i think it's like for you know for us it's like we could i could shoot down there with Two a band and like Play a show and have a good crowd, you know, (laughs) whereas that's what sucks about Oklahoma. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that on the podcast. It's Mm -hmm. like, I think Oklahoma City music scene is terrible and I think it's, you know, needs some kind of revitalization and people to care about it to, to help grow and get to something like, because we could be like Denton, why not? (laughs) You know, there's plenty of creative people here. They're just not. It I depends think.
2: on where you're going It depends on who you ask Because yeah. we, do, we do have venues Right That are popping off right mm-hmm. now
1: The Sanctuary Yeah, there's a lot one, of one Crazy shows Yeah, that's it.
2: All the time Like, popping off mm-hmm. I don't You Because you primarily play Like, indie rock music Yeah And that's not a scene That I participate mm-hmm. in a lot So I don't know Yeah, exactly Maybe that's how a roll right now But
1: The, the Sanctuary yeah. is one That I, I've heard a lot about I haven't never been there But it, it is a part of that it's more of that heavier music and more of that um, punk, heavier punk and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: heavier punk and hardcore. Yeah. Uh, 89th Street has right. bands that come through mm-hmm. and they're getting more. It's, I'm seeing it yeah. uptick. They're getting more shows to come through 89th. There's mm-hmm. a newer venue called The Resonant Head right. which I think might play more to the indie yeah. rock scene. That's
1: kind of a combination, I think, as far as... But they do have a lot of more of that. I still haven't been there yet, but they, they've had a lot of good shows and continuing to have... A lot of kind of touring but they have they do a lot of local support like they're they always they get good a lot local of, support. yeah so Matt I mean and that's something that a lot of other venues don't do a lot of I think it I mean I think 89th Street certainly does but I feel like that like I said that's the style that they they kind of target it's harder for some bands to even get in there I mean, if, if you're not a specific style of music, yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh,
0: what are you doing for booking then? Like, how do you yeah. book your band? Like, you, do you go to Denton, or Are you just
2: within the Midwest? Um, so we booked a tour mm-hmm. in October, and we yeah. started the process about six months prior. Okay, yeah. Which, in my touring experience in the past, is more than enough time. Yeah. But. Yeah. Things seem to have gotten so saturated Hmm, that some places that we were trying to, like, book at, which would have been reasonably easy for, like, a small-time band Mm -hmm. that's never toured before to book at, were like, oh, yeah, we would love to have you guys, but that spot is gone. We were booked out for at least eight months. okay. (laughs) And I'm like, we should have started earlier. Yeah. But it's just sending constant emails Mm -hmm. and constantly (laughs) being... Rejected and <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um eventually someone emails you back with a spot that you can play and sometimes they'll ask you to book the rest of the bands for them. Sometimes mm-hmm. if you're lucky, they will like, Yeah, hey, we have a show ready for you. Yeah. We have a show that you can just jump on. Right. That's um like that does you. not have touring <laughs> a band on it yet. Right. And you eventually Get it together and you pull the gun out of your mouth <laughs> and everything works out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and then until like, you get finally. to
2: Lexington, Kentucky and there's nobody there. Right. And no one even knew that there was supposed to be a show. Yeah. And they find somebody to do sound from the bar. And <laughs> somebody
1: come, come handle this. <laughs> you
2: just turn some knobs. Like this one makes this louder and then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you know how to turn it on? Okay. We got it from here. <laughs>
2: How'd the show go though? Um that show in Lexington, Kentucky was fucking miserable. I wish Blake was here with me (laughs) because he's the one that got that show booked together and I felt like it was a real punch in the fucking gut for him because when we got there there was someone had hand drawn with Sharpie a sign that said Jawline plus this band and this band. Yeah. And they slapped it on the front door of the venue. (laughs) And the bands that were playing all had the same members. Oh shit. And when you're doing <laughs> DIY touring, you put the touring band in the middle.
1: Yeah. Because that yeah.
2: usually guarantees them the, the most exposure mm-hmm, when they're yeah. a small time band. So they get on, they get off, we get on, we play, we get off, and then they just kind of get back on.
1: Yeah, the same guys. <laughs> yeah, That's weird. So man. the
2: audience that we were playing to, which was that band.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which happens. But, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes those shows, I always say this, I think it goes for comedy, too, but, I mean, there's probably something you can take away. Hopefully, hopefully with that one, like a relationship, like you made a friend (laughs) with somebody there or something. You know what I mean? Like, if you do go back, you might have something a little... An extra foot in the door. That's wishful thinking, but we definitely didn't. Yeah. If
2: anything, we probably closed the door. Right? Yeah. We pitched
1: and complained about it the whole oh, entire yeah. time. But you know, there's a door that needs to. The, the yeah. guy that they got sometimes. to do Sound
2: for us did follow us on our Instagram, so right. that's the, there was that. Yeah, you got somebody you that may be interested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The shows that followed were amazing. Yeah. After Great. that, um, and how many did you have on that tour? Yeah. We we uh we we had five booked. The first show fell through because the promoter couldn't make it Um, and he told us like the day of Um, (laughs) So we just stayed in Oklahoma City an extra day and then left later Uh, Which sucks because that was a show in between so we were playing the second show, the show Ooh. after that was Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Uh, okay. So
2: we had a show between that that was Ooh. going to kind of split that drive up a little bit. Yeah. And then we no longer had okay, that. So okay. we just drove straight to <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin, which uh, was I about see. 14 hours. Wow. Oh. And yeah. what did you drive in? We, so our drummer has a Toyota RAV4, like a 2018 Ooh. RAV4. Nice, reliable, and we rented a trailer from U-Haul, which um, was the most cost-effective way to do it.
0: Yeah. How much much would you say that you ended up spending through the
2: whole thing? (sighs) We probably broke even. Nice. Which is good. Usually you lose a lot of money when you're touring as a young band. Yeah. We probably about broke even because with the money we made, um, he was able to pay for the trailer and most of the gas. Nice. That's killer. Yeah. So, that's yeah. not counting, like, us right. buying our own food and right. shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We we stayed still... <laughs> we stayed in one
2: hotel. Yeah. And the rest of the time, we were fortunate enough to have been put up places. Yeah. By
1: that's the always promoters. good about, yeah? yeah, as far as people, if you can manage that, that's the best way. Um,
0: well, what did you, uh, how long was the run? So,
2: so we, uh, find out (laughs) i will tell you i remember i wrote it down and i posted it so (laughs) other people can go and look at it and know where that we were playing uh Uh,
1: it was in october it was october early
2: october um here it is october 2nd the kickoff show we played here um october 3rd we were supposed to play in wichita that didn't happen
1: yeah
2: october 4th we drove straight to madison wisconsin (laughs) Great yeah. show in Madison, Wisconsin, with our friends in a band called Curiated's. Hmm. Um, cool town. So cool. So nice that I started looking at properties to rent. Yeah. Oh, right. And it was way too expensive for me. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> no, that was fun. Nice that's,
1: college town. That's like East Coast or Wisconsin like, or East, you know.
2: Far, kind of a little east, just right. like not, north of Chicago because, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, super nice town. Super great vibe. Um, uh, a, a real safe space for uh people of the lgbt community really? as i am mm. um and unfortunately um also prices them out from ever
1: living there right. uh, <laughs> sounds like, uh, like san francisco mm. or something yeah. <laughs> like, hey like... man
2: we're great we're accepting too bad you can't fucking right. afford to live here uh <laughs> oh, after yeah. that was the lexington show which was uh, as i mentioned a minute ago a disaster um, October 6th mm-hmm. we played in Ravenswood West Virginia okay. which is 10 minutes from my hometown of Ripley West Virginia oh, Nice. which has a very small but very fun hardcore scene yeah. with really cool hardcore bands a lot of young kids came out great show mm. the basement of an abandoned church nice. Oh, nice. that now just rents <laughs> out like, that space
1: that just for, sounds
2: cool yeah. <laughs> yeah, our savior church. Lutheran church yeah. <laughs> which I think no longer has services but will let punk bands play right. which is awesome um, <laughs> and then we played at Grove Fest in St. Louis Missouri at a bar called Platypus which was like the coolest setup oh, yeah. for a bar that I've ever seen and I, I wish more bars that host bands would would build it like this mm-hmm. because they had the bar. Then in the middle, they had an arcade with like restaurant seating. And then in a separate room, they had the show, like the showroom, mm-hmm. which was really nice because you don't have to deal with like, as a bartender or server, a crowd of like punk kids right. rushing while you're trying to do your job and vice versa yeah. or they do comedy there because I saw the flyers. Oh nice. You don't have to have your comedy open mic at right. the bar where people don't know that it's happening mm-hmm. that are talking over the fucking performers it's in yeah. a separate room it's right. just so nice have it in a this is all to say have <laughs> your shit in a separate room that's a good, yeah. Yeah, to, 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 yeah
1: they to can the leave menus. to get the drinks they don't sure. have to like because that's like uh, i mean that's what matt was saying last week too is about he he's he travels all over and does comedy all over the place too and been to many venues but like he was saying something about he hates it whenever the bar is in the same room as the show. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like a, a annoying annoyance usually. Yeah, because you can't control what's mm-hmm. coming out of that. Yeah, no. for sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah, yeah, it goes for music as well. As, I mean, I think music is not as a, as a big of a problem, but comedy definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, and music yeah.
2: I can definitely be louder than whoever's <laughs> right. talking about their fucking. Job that day or whatever mm-hmm. uh, conversation they have is more important than the art that's happening. <laughs> so, what? Uh, how many tours have you booked to get put together and been on? I mean? Yeah, with Jawline or in general? Oh, yeah, just ever. in general. I mean, um, and, and Jawline. Five, yeah. four or five, five or six—I don't so, know. Usually, pretty. My big first, my first couple of bands never got to tour. Mm-hmm. Oh, they all lasted about a year and then we broke up. Uh, yeah. Record an EP,
1: break up. Yeah, um, that's how it goes.
2: <laughs> this is the bands I had in the middle of my time doing music have had the opportunity to tour. Um, I've gotten to see a lot of cool places. Yeah, I was gonna um, say,
1: how where's like? I guess. Where all have you been I guess In the different regions And stuff With different tours Have you been to like Different places Or you go back To the same regions Usually I've been Through all the over. Midwest yeah, Every time Mostly yeah okay. I so have not, never yeah.
2: <laughs> Had the opportunity To go east or west coast right. But that yes, will yeah. change With this band Nice Unfortunately um,
0: <laughs> Well how long did you uh, How long were you together Before you recorded That album
2: A few months right. you, Really Yeah
0: Dude that is a killer album Oh, thank you. I love it. It reminds me of, like, Fugazi oh, and, of, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Baroness. You ever listen to Baroness?
2: i um, not super familiar with Baroness. Fugazi is a really big influence of mine. Yeah. Oh, nice. You Our drummer also really likes Fugazi. Hell oh, yeah. Um... It's done well. I'm yeah, very, our yeah. bass player doesn't dislike Fugazi, but mm, yeah. I think it's more of an acquired taste for him. Yeah. Uh he's um We all have an eclectic kind of like palette mm-hmm. of music. Different and tastes. they kind of intersect and diverge at different places. Right. And that kinda of is what makes our
1: sound yeah. wow. what it is. I always love that about music, that's my favorite thing about it is you get, you could do something by yourself, like if you're a guitar player and a singer and do, and even if you can play every instrument, right, you record an album all by yourself, you can do it, but it's not going to be the same thing as if you got together with four other people and each person has their own part of, you know, what you create. And so it's like, and it each comes from different experiences and different tastes.
2: That is incredibly important, yeah. because
1: if it was just me and I had, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I had
2: full reign of the sound,
1: mm-hmm. people would be like, it. hey, that
2: kind of sounds like Fugazi, Yeah, but <laughs> it would just be
1: exactly because whatever Because I is. have Blake as a co-writer, yeah.
2: it sounds something good. like something different, oh, something yeah, right. special, where you can so kind of be like, hey, I can kind of hear some Fugazi in that, but also right. I can hear a little alkaline trio, mm-hmm. and I can hear yeah. a little... Bit of hardcore, and a little bit of pop punk, and
0: a little cool. bit of emo. Yeah, yeah, it so, hit me in the right spot. Uh, yeah, have you ever heard of Japan Droids?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of got that vibe. Yeah, in I like it. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but Hoppus, that's like my favorite song. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> okay. is it like Mark Hoppus reference?
2: Yeah. So Blake has has, has had that bass riff for, mm. I guess he's had that riff like for a, a little while, and he's wanted to. Blake uses this term. He's like, I need to burn this. He, oh, like which I guess means he needs to put—he needs to get this yeah, out he needs to put yeah. it in something. He's had that rift burn for a long time. Oh, yeah. And Blake is a big fan of Mark Hoppus as a bass player. Okay. And I think it was heavily influenced by how Mark Hoppus plays bass. Okay. Oh, well,
1: that's killer, dude. And yeah. So yeah, was it was kind of an inspiration for yeah. it was in a lot of ways. <clears throat> that's awesome. Uh... A song that we will probably re- record again because he does it,
2: not the bass part differently necessarily, but he sings it different now, so.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I love the bouncing back and forth with the vocals too. Cool. That's really great.
2: Also, Blake's idea is like, hey, we need to
1: have some call and response in this. Yeah. I like yeah. That. yeah. Um, so how long have you guys been? Is that whenever you guys started the band when you met? Or have you guys known each other? I've known Blake for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah.
2: We've never had yeah. the opportunity to be in a band again. Okay. We've always been in different bands. Right. Um, so but that... Blake moved to Oklahoma City, or Norman rather, mm-hmm. about a year, maybe two years before I moved here. Okay. And I didn't even know that he was living here. Mm. I just texted him one day. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm uh, going through some shit, yeah. and I'm moving to Oklahoma City." He's like, "Hey, dude, I live in Norman." Weird. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't fucking know that you've. I I haven't talked to him in a long time. So yeah,
1: it was just a random. That's awesome. That's like it seems like it's one of those things that was just perfectly it was supposed to happen. Yeah, it was very. strange. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I love that. I've been. I love seeing that. I've been noticing it a lot more. Well, I guess whenever you kind of look for that, I don't know, but it happens. And I think it's a part of if you hadn't texted him, if you hadn't made the choice to reach out to your friend and say what's going on, that wouldn't have happened. You know, it's right. like I think a lot of people stop themselves from even getting to that point, and then that those kinds of opportunities won't appear if you don't put yourself into any, you know out of yourself into the world
2: yeah dude check in on your homies dude even yeah. even if like life has taken you to mm-hmm. like different places right and mm-hmm. you've you've diverged yeah of
1: course yeah if I mean... you think about them Mm-hmm. just say hey get in their DMs <laughs> like, hey, yeah man, that's a good Yeah,
0: that's a good way to think about that cause have you ever done that where you're like man I need to call this person and mm-hmm. they call you
1: yeah you Yeah. Know? where you're like oh that's kind Yeah. I usually if I think of somebody it's like let me say,
0: yeah, what's up say, hey yeah. dad
1: cause <laughs> when, I think that that's something telling you maybe your body or something yeah. even deeper telling you to or something yeah. it's like I think that when a thought appears right it's like Oh, I'm just thinking about Nick for no reason, just randomly. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Sex.
0: I know you're thinking about Hey, Dad, did you get yeah, those spokes man. yet? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, man, I was, I was very impressed. Uh, I mean, you, you sent me the album, I think, whenever we first met. Hmm. And I was just, uh, and I'm a big, uh, like I said, like an old emo guy. So, like, it, was, it hit the spot, like old piebald.
2: do you really that's dude, like my favorite i don't meet a lot of people that know about pipe yeah.
1: i love pipeball
0: yeah dude oh that was i found that on mp3.com back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: back in the did day did you see them you saw, i, I met them me. yeah I 16 say, i hugged them i remember you seven. having a picture or something yeah dude i was like nervous i was like
2: sweaty <laughs> So i grew up like in oh, like like Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio area. Yeah. And I think Pipald is like from Delaware. Delaware or something yeah. like that, or maybe Maryland. They're from Boston. They're from Boston? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, okay. just like But they were road dogs. And they were
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were tra- remember they traveled in their uh bio diesel van? And like uh, uh, it would
2: break down all the time.
0: <laughs> I missed them twice because rigged well, yeah like that
2: like a lot of like my like my older family at the time love Pipald and, mm-hmm. and by virtue of that like I was introduced to like Fireball a band mm-hmm. that I probably never would have heard of yeah. otherwise I just happened upon them
0: but then they were like and the best thing is is Travis Shettle is such a nice dude you ever follow him on Instagram no I you, can, know. you can send him money and he'll write you a song really Yeah, and he'll, he'll do jingles and stuff oh, nice. yeah and so I was thinking about just doing it for my business my oh. Nick Campbell comedy or I'm sorry Nick uh, Campbell <laughs> on electric <laughs> which business, which business? <laughs> no
2: that's a better idea you should yeah. if someone sends you money you should write them a joke
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's uh, really good. Don't take my idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: a, that's a good idea. Nobody I'll it. you a joke. Honestly, it's like a cameo, but... Yeah, maybe more offensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to could, be. I mean, <laughs> it costs more for. You offensive. could
1: uh, <laughs> offer people to leave their voicemail message. That's a good thing <laughs> yeah. for celebrities for sure, but <laughs> right, a comedian. People's letters of resignation.
0: <laughs> That's <pretty> good. <laughs> That's a good one. As per the desk of Nick oh. Campbell, <laughs> dictated but not read. Uh, uh, a B says, "Fuck y'all, bitches."
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, um. So as
0: so, you're kind of an up and coming band. I feel like, I mean, like I said, it it
1: seems like you're uh, pretty new, but already going doing a lot, doing Mm. a lot, man. Uh,
0: How do you balance the like real life stuff with music life? Like having to go on tour, do you have a job that kind of, do
2: you have a family that you
0: got to kind of keep an eye out
2: for? I have no kids. Mm -hmm. I'm 32 and childless. Beautiful. (laughs) Um, I I have a really chill job. I am. Um, so I work in an auto shop.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
2: um, it's a pretty big shop. I get decent health care. Um, yeah. I get time off.
1: So yeah, um, like all that stuff is maintained, and you can yeah. focus the rest of your time. You if could,
2: I give them like a month's notice, yeah. I can be gone for a week, nice. and not to worry about it. Oh, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's good to have because it's like a lot of people I know have a hard time getting vacation taking vacation to go on tour or whatever musicians
2: are notoriously mm-hmm. working class and notoriously yeah. work i don't know if notoriously is the right verbiage but they, <laughs> they all work in the service industry where right. it's all nearly fucking impossible to, yeah, to leave for a couple of weeks off. and then come back and still have a job because mm-hmm. yeah. they'll just replace you like that
1: which that kind of sucks i mean it, but yeah i mean it makes sense i guess they can't they need to keep people on staff too but yeah it's I don't know because comedians obviously are uh, similar, working in restaurants and doing that yeah. stuff. So, but it's a little so bit easier. Your Wendy's I guess.
2: can wait for a fucking <laughs> ten days, okay? Like, yeah.
1: go to a different Wendy's. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's good though. It seems it seems like you have a good job and a good setup to be able to be creative and do these things and put time into what you're working on, whether it's comedy or music. So that's tough. It's rare thing to find. I mean, I'm similar. I'm. Thirty-seven and childless or almost 37 (laughs) 37 so it's like you know and I think that not having kids for this long it's like man it's like I don't know I think I'm I'm trying to do what I can for my community and the people around me whereas like where I you know so many people have children and families to to dedicate their time on where it's like I got so much time man (laughs) what do I do with it to be productive you know that's
2: good though like it is good to like especially as an artist like to use that to do something for your community right Um, if you can
1: I mean like I said if you don't have other things that that are taking up your time like kids or family or whoever it is that you have to worry about but I mean even creating art I think to me is taking care of the community too because you're providing something for people like these young kids that come out and see you guys they need something to do that's Hopefully not drugs or violence and <laughs> <laughs> crime, yeah, but it's like go and watch music and watch you know art. You yeah, know? do your drugs and violence and crime there. <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> At least it's hardcore. Is less yeah, yeah <laughs> less <laughs> less. You Got it in one spot. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, keeping hardcore has this unique
2: out. thing where like they want to. I'm not going to say in every hardcore circle, but in a lot of hardcore circles, they want to push out the mm-hmm. drugs. They want right, to push exactly. out. Racism Mm -hmm. and just, like, undesirable shit like that. They want a healthy, clean community. Mm -hmm. And hardcore does shit for the community besides just providing an outlet and an art form. Mm -hmm. Um, We do this thing, like... For example, there is Backroom Productions
1: Mm -hmm.
2: books most of the real hardcore yeah. that comes through oklahoma okay. city and they do a lot not just for those bands and those artists but they do a lot for their community mm-hmm. because they book all their shows at the local vfw hall
1: okay. about
2: five minutes from where i live on mm-hmm. the south side of oklahoma city mm-hmm. lots of homeless live on the south side mm-hmm. they kind of get pushed there by the city yeah. i think um so last big freeze, you know, that, that mm-hmm. Arctic plunge we had where right. it got into the single digits. Um, they had a really big show. Yeah. Lying around the door. Peeling flesh I think mm-hmm. was headlining and they're huge in hardcore mm-hmm. and they had a coat drive. They had um, yeah. a young lady, I forgive me I, I, I'm blanking on <laughs> her name. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, but She was yeah, there right, to right. provide a coat drive so they can round up just some kind of winter protection for mm-hmm. people that would otherwise die in that right. weather yeah. yeah
1: they need something and um, they need you know and they did a thing where like
2: hey this lady's gonna be here for a coat drive mm-hmm. if
1: you bring yeah. a
2: lightly used or new coat we're gonna give you a free ticket to nice. a future Back Rooms VFW okay. show yeah and they're taking care of people yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, all, yeah. that's all to say that's that cute. like your community comes out and supports your art so you yeah. take care of your community mm-hmm. in turn yeah um,
0: well do you uh so what do you what's the plans with Jawline? Like how where you, what you going next, what's the future, you're trying to hit big, you want to get famous, <laughs> um, you know? I'm mm-hmm. just trying to have fun, yeah. dude. I mean yeah. if how I can make it with? a
2: career and yeah. that happens, mm-hmm. that is fantastic. But, yeah. but that's not my that's not my
1: end goal. You're otherwise I can't speak it. for the
2: whole band, but my my end goal is to make the most authentic and genuine music that I can mm-hmm. as an expression of myself and to have fun while I am doing nice. it. And to play some shows and mm-hmm. to get some kids into some
1: good music. Yeah. And share what you love about me. And to me. get fucking laid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's why. I. got <laughs> to do. Why do you it. play guitar? That's how I got my wife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that work it, for you? It yeah, it did. Yeah, she was on She
0: stalked me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I meant to give you something. I forgot. Uh, oh, I... D- Huh? Me? Mir- yeah, you, you, uh, oh, Ab. No. <laughs> uh, so I know that you're into cassettes. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I collect okay. tapes, yeah. And uh, we got, I got you this one right here. This is the Wicked Shimmies. Oh, uh, nice. Wicked Shimmies. Okay. It's an old band we used to work, or yeah. work with back in the day. My kids broke the case. Exile, uh, yeah, actual... dude. It's a killer one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we knew the guy, yeah, um, Chuck Ivy. Chuck Ivy. I met him whenever he was working on a job with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I he, love
2: these track names.
1: I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Have you
0: ever heard of
2: the old band Debris? Debris. Not familiar.
0: Or um, what was it? Thunderpunk. Uh, that's the only one
1: I remember. Was Debris. But
2: yeah, I, I touched myself. Great
1: track name. <laughs> but when they're, they're like, kind of they're like old school punk. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. I
2: can tell from the track names, This is old school punk. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: But yeah, give it a listen, man. I thought you might enjoy that. Yours, yeah. Man. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, well, speaking of cassettes, you are you, a cassette collector, do you, and do you put out cassettes for your music. Yeah. Is so our last album that...
2: was put out on cassette. <laughs>
1: Thing. It's an interesting thing that's coming back yeah,
0: Cassettes are coming back. Yeah, yeah,
1: and you can get them at like dig it and the plaza And you can get them at like the record store guest room record sells uh, cassettes Our last local EP cassettes. Demo,
2: I think we still have copies available at ticket. Yeah um, Where's you, dig it? I know
1: it's plaza. Yeah, plaza. Uh, plaza It's like a little shop over by their theater or whatever. Okay, somewhere down there. It's a cool little place uh, but they do, because Jarvix has a whole booth in there for weirder, make Oklahoma weirder, and his cassettes. <laughs> they love the cassettes. I, love it. I don't know. Um, I guess that's something. But it's cool, because you, you can have physical media still. You can't do the CDs. You can't, nobody does CDs anymore. Like So how what do you give away, or how do you sell things at shows? I know for your some music, really you know? young people. Yeah. We have like a young fan yeah. who collects CDs. Yeah, like so that will thing, come back eventually.
2: I <laughs> think we're like, they're like the next generation has gotten to a point where they're getting into music, and yeah. CDs have been far enough removed. Right, they're old enough. They're old, like, enough, cool. they're old yeah. enough now that it's kind of like vinyl again. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, this is kind of neat. But the thing about CDs these.
1: is it's not any. There's nothing good about CDs actually. <laughs> they
2: don't sound. It <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <they don't laughs> sounds better.
1: It sounds terrible. It sounds worse than streaming. Yeah, it's <laughs> some,
2: Depressed.
1: So like yeah, yeah, it's not they're they're awful and they should be. But it's forgotten. old. <laughs> now. They're old now, they're so cool. they're, they're getting cool again. I mean, uh, I remember when CDs were a thing. I remember I had cassettes when I was a little kid, right? Like maybe ten or something, and you had cassettes. It was, it was my first music was on cassettes, and then CDs became popular but it's like, they're cool, right? Cause it's a disc and it's like, you know, it's like shiny. I don't know. It's spinning in your pocket. Right, it's just yeah, a cool thing, a, but magic. they're terrible otherwise. Yeah, they were pretty <laughs> yeah, Are the... these, what's the quality of a cassette tape? Well, but it has, it's like magnetic. I mean, it's different. Yeah. It's, it has a quality to it's it. Warmer. Yeah. It's warmer. It's kind of it?
2: like vinyl where it's a little it's warmer. A little yeah.
1: right? It's a little bit different. Yeah. Right? There's some great. Oh, yeah, to it, so it, it is, makes it it's, nice and sweet. Yeah. Because vinyl is cool. I've been getting into that a little bit more. I mean, I have a collection of vinyl. I don't ever listen to them because it's annoying. <laughs> I don't want to get yeah, them out. <laughs> a fucking
2: huge pain in the you ass. You have to
1: get up every fucking 30 minutes and flip the fucking thing.
2: Like <laughs> you, have, you, get, you don't buy records to listen to them because you just yeah. stream everything. You buy right. records when yeah. you have a fucking date over. Yeah, exactly. And you pull out your records. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is the 1982 <laughs> minor threats.
1: Uh, yeah, let's do it all the time. Never, like once a year. <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> and they're always super impressed by that book. yeah it works every time but I don't uh, think no but there is something like.
1: very cool about um the qu- qu- records and vinyl i mean it's it's a different especially if a, if you have a nice setup for it and listen to that stuff but same with cassette so yeah i just wanted to to ask about that because it's definitely a thing that's coming around. More and more people are into How much it. do you sell them
0: for? How much do you sell your cassettes for?
2: Uh, the cassettes are sold out, but
1: they
0: went yeah. for 10 Yeah.
2: Oh, that's really good. Um, good. We and are actually in the studio right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out Rift Room Recordings. Um, unless I say something inflammatory, in <laughs> which case it's um, <laughs> not coming out anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, we're recording. We're, we're recording, I think, we're shooting for nine songs. We're still writing some of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we've recorded half of it and then our drummer's baby came two weeks early so uh, we stopped recording wow. the rest of it
1: <laughs> you, um, you had you thought you had that extra two weeks <laughs> two, more, we had two more weeks to get this I done know. we're gonna
2: have it and then we can go on our break yeah. you can take care of your baby and get that sorted out so um, no, that. baby came early um so hmm. um what would have probably come out yeah. late this month early next month is probably going to come out in april now okay mm. um well, you but, have a little bit
1: more time to kind of promote mm-hmm. it yeah. to you and yeah and we've definitely this, the, the
2: writing height. is we've outdone our we've definitely outdone <laughs> the last one mm. when it does finally come out we've kind of come into more of our own sound and we're um, not that we're unhappy with the last EP we're just more happy with this All one yeah right. well, what's uh, your
0: process mm-hmm. what's your writing process I mean it seems like you guys are able to kick out some stuff
2: we just we, we go about it different ways sometimes I will have a whole song ready mm-hmm. and I will bring it to the guys and I'll be like this is kind of what I have laid out um add yourselves to this sometimes one of us will just have a riff and we're like hey i have this really good riff and we need to build around it and we'll just sit there and jam on it and kind of build it from there and then sometimes john our drummer will have an idea where he'll be like hey we could pause right here yeah and or we could do this or that kind of add
1: dynamics yeah, we and can, things like yeah. that.
2: The dynamics from Jawline all come from the rhythm. Yeah. Um, because I'm a shitty guitar player. <laughs> I need them yeah. to give me a bed
1: mm-hmm. to be a shitty guitar player <laughs> and make the rest of the music. Are you... Uh, so how many ba- members are there? Is this, is three. three. Nice. So, yeah, so you're the only guitar player, <laughs> so you have to do a lot in that instance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which are trying to cover a lead and rhythm guitar. It's
2: Blake's yeah. really good yeah. at playing... <laughs> thicker bass parts mm. and even bass chords sometimes. Yeah, or, okay. Yeah. So
1: he does uh, kind of a rhythm guitar <clears throat> section. And sometimes
2: Blake almost plays leads as a bass yeah. player.
1: He'll add That's a, yeah. really
2: interesting and really...
1: Melodic stuff. Melodic yeah. bass lines. That's the idea. I mean, yeah, I, I think play more of a rhythm. Whenever we used to play together, we were a three-piece in our first band, um, Aliens vs. Robots, and uh, it was... <laughs> interesting for me as a bass player and it pushed me, I think, at that time to be the lead guitar player on a bass Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, but I love that as far as pushing the bass and, because that's my thing, I hate bass as as a just the rhythm instrument it is, as far as like keeping eighth notes or whatever, it's like that's the worst bass to me, you know? Unless it's a cool punk riff it's just super heavy, you know? I mean, that there is cool stuff you can do with it, but I like pushing it into a, you know, uh, more of a melodic instrument and while also playing with rhythms. But, um, but yeah, I've always loved that about that instrument in general, but specifically yeah, playing... Nick was a guitar player for us, and he had to do a rhythm and lead and kind of balance yeah, gets, that and sing. <laughs> you get, I
0: feel like you get better because you're like, I got to cover more space. Yeah. And then whenever you get with a four-piece, you're like,
1: yeah. how do I tone this down? <laughs> yeah, like, don't
0: know how to <laughs> like do I'm it. stepping on too many people's tones, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But well,
2: that's how I found out. That's how, that's how I was... I I. Stolen Cable, your band. That's yeah. how I was introduced because I saw you were... Opening for them yeah. as a comic, oh, yeah, which I, yeah, <laughs> <that>. I think is <laughs> a stellar idea. Yeah, I think there should be more punk shows that have That's a... comics that play in between the bands. Right?
1: Or... Yeah, that'd be cool for punk. I mean, specifically, I think that that would. I mean, they'd appreciate that. I don't know. It's like a, I feel like a lot of the punk crowds maybe don't get out to a lot of comedy shows. So I don't know. because <laughs> really
2: there's a lot of comedians out there, yeah. bigger comedians that mm. are into mm. punk and hardcore. Ian right. Finance. Yeah. yeah, huge hardcore fan. Mm. Uh, I just saw Kyle Kinane at Bricktown Comedy Club. Yeah. Really big <laughs> fan. Yeah. Uh, so
1: it's like there is a crossover. There's a crossover, yeah. For sure. So I mean, that's, that's something that we we talk about a lot and we want to do with the show. Obviously, you know, music and comedy, but having a, a real show, like a variety show type show and have bands and, and comedians and do things and like just have a real show with, you know, an audience, but also film it and do all that.
2: Because if you get throw fans <coughs> out to that, you're going to get fans of music that don't mm-hmm. necessarily follow comedy. Yeah,
1: and you're gonna exposed get, to some, you know, right. comedians mm-hmm. that are
2: in that are local to them.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why, you know, there. Like I said, a lot of people that like music probably like comedy. It's like the there is a lot of crossover between the audience, but I think that, that a lot of people don't even know about the comedy scene. If you're in the music scene it's like what there's comedians here too <laughs> you yeah. know it's like I think we just don't know about each other a lot of the time well, next time you book a show yeah I yeah, got you baby I have that idea kicking around so if it ever yeah. comes yeah. to fruition well, I think it, we're gonna try a variety show yeah, somewhere yeah that's what I said it's, you know, yeah. and we'd love to have a, a different acts too and yeah. Yeah. have a true variety show I think show that of would be genres. really good yeah. <laughs> like hip hop have some hip hop have some hardcore have some rock whatever yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool that'd be dope why not you know I don't know especially if you bill it like that and say this is a variety, variety of shit. music <laughs> and yeah. not I, everybody I got, come get it yeah
2: I got Brandon Killo to agree to let Jawline cause you know okay. he did the McKindles for a long time mm. and yeah. the, I think he moved them to a different place and I haven't been to that place uh, yet my, his oh it's mic? a good spot yeah. Yeah. but they, he would have a musical guest mm. that would play like That'd a song in between something. oh okay and oh, i said hey we idea. play heavy music mm-hmm. but would you let us try and he was totally into it yeah yeah but, then, but it hasn't happened yet
1: but well, then Kindle candle's, candles yeah. closed, but and then so that was probably another thing right well
0: they still do music up there
1: at, the candles? Uh, at well no at oh, uh, the kilo
0: comedy show it's oh, okay, it's okay in, culture okay culture yeah,
1: yeah. over there by uh, <clears throat> but that one seems like he's Northwest <clears throat> not being as consistent lately with it so hopefully it'll pick up and you can maybe do it again yeah it's a good open
0: mic mm-hmm. yeah especially because he does that he'll like bring people in and out with music yeah and so.
1: i didn't know that i guess i should have but I, you know i had never been to his, that open mic at all so or any of his mics so yeah <laughs> um so yeah i didn't know he had because that's a good idea so he has like a band on set up on stage the whole time and you have a little bit of music at the beginning or something and then have uh, the comedians and then music in between. Yeah, like
0: every, because the setup. So yeah, because yeah. the setup is
1: already there, it's like, yeah. why not? That's and like, then they'll
0: do like hip-hop, so they'll plug right into PA. I mean, PA. that's basically
1: what we did. We had a house show here, not this pe- most recent one, but in the summer, last summer, when you weren't there, right? Because you were out of town, you had another show, anyways.
2: Yeah, that's what makes it more but, difficult because when you have a hip hop artist, they have their music Yeah, usually like on, like a, on like a thumb drive or something, mm-hmm. they just upload that, they plug into the PA, right. they're ready to go. I have, like, a Marshall stack and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From, so <we> have
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot more set up. So just a
2: huge hindrance and just a big pain in the ass to everyone else. But,
1: yeah, but, but you can get it up, set yeah. up beforehand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, I think. If you have the space for it and, like, a stage for it, for sure. Because, yeah. like I said, with, with that show here, my band, Stolen Cable, did three sets, right? Like, because we were playing everything. Because it was our last show before Josh left until you went to Japan. And, like, um... Um, So we played the first set. Now we had somebody come up, I think first, and then do comedy, and then we played a set, and then had a comedian, then we did another set, and then had a comedian, (laughs) and then we, so it was all us the whole time, just getting, taking a break and having comedy. It worked out, but I think sometimes that could be an issue with switching between the two. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Once you do music, yeah. comedy's
2: not as cool as music. That's what Matt was telling me.
1: <laughs> Comedy is way harder though, man.
2: Like yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's so it like it's just it's so fucking hard. <laughs> you know when it, when you're playing music, and you're kind of bombing. You don't really know that you're bombing, yeah. <laughs>
1: Unless you're really bombing, yeah. yeah. Like you know immediately right. as a comic that you're, you're bombing. very exposed yeah. Like you said, there's that wall, that barrier yeah, sound that sonic or something, barrier protecting <laughs> you from Not people's that opinions. Analogy, yeah. Well, you can
0: always just play to each other. Yeah. You'd be like, it's just us tonight. That's guys. what I do. I mean, I yeah. and I
1: have been thinking about this lately because I mean, I talk about this a lot, but I, for years, I mean, literally over ten years. Every show I play glasses sunglasses on on stage in a bar <laughs> I would put on sunglasses and play cuz I'm not a singer I just play bass right so I'm just in the back with my sunglasses on but that's what I do and on stage I just I you know, forget that there's an audience Do you think <laughs> you your know? glasses
2: make you funnier?
1: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm asking for a reason. Yeah.
2: This is this is like a setup. This is I think I can get away with more. Yeah. Because I found out recently that I need glasses. Mm. I, I was having trouble driving at night. Yeah. So my partner noticed that I've been squinting at a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and she's like hey you should go to the optometrist so I went to the optometrist and they they like put me through a bunch of machines and shit and then the dude was he was like better or worse and i'm like it's insane how much better that is yeah Yeah. so i ordered some glasses and they they, they're they're probably they're they're being delivered today Oh nice. i I was hoping i'd have them before i went on to the podcast yeah they they might make me funnier okay you (laughs) know you want to try it out
1: yeah uh, no i think it'll be it it definitely gives you a different look i think as far as to add something to your look and you could do things you can get different styles of glasses and and kind of yeah. use that. Just to... think of how dramatic you can be. Yeah. Like, look, let me show you.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a different fucking person. You yeah. look different. Like... <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> how, you're like how... fucking Clark Kent.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I don't want to give everybody this sexy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is like That's the face shield. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, dude.
1: No, there is it's, It is wild How different people look With glasses and with, Or if you only see Someone with glasses And then As soon as you see them Without glasses You're like yeah. <laughs> Weirded out
0: like, Damn, Nick is sexy <laughs> I get that mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah it's, Anyways, but yeah, I always like the the
0: glasses look. I've been wanting glasses since I was like God, Rivers Cornwall yeah, was like my like hero it, growing yeah, it looked up, cool. and I was like, man, I want I want some thick rim glasses, and then they like I a too monkeys would paw like wish. look just like Buddy Holly. Yeah, right yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going for the Drew
0: Carey. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, well then, because he doesn't even wear glasses anymore, does he? He does,
0: yeah. No, uh, no, but I, I think forgot. the thing
1: is, he stopped wearing it. He doesn't need them anymore, but he still wears them for that reason because I think he—that's how he's known. People like him better right. with glasses. <laughs> That's true. That I think I remember whenever because he had started hosting Pri- uh, Prices is Right. Is that it? Yeah and then he, so he had glasses and he, and he got laser surgery and so he stopped wearing them but then he quickly got them back certain
2: politicians <laughs> either that want to appear more yeah more smarter they were, uh, um, intelligent yeah <laughs> more well, it was, I think it was Rick Perry or some fucking uh, yeah. like libertarian Jackoff was like oh, I want have the glasses yeah. on now so my <laughs> policies would be better
1: I mean, yeah but there's something to it for
2: sure yeah. Um, so. Send me a picture. I'll let you know if you look smarter. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have them when I get back. I'll, I'll the first thing I'm gonna do is let's send you a picture. See. Yeah, I'll the get send it
0: today. We'll post it. <laughs> <other day>. <laughs> we'll see. insert it in the yeah, show. We'll have a poll.
2: Yeah, you can because you edit these, right? Yeah, can put, <laughs> we a, can put up a <laughs> <Yeah>. comparison photo. <laughs> yeah, right oh, yeah. here. Nice. Before and
0: after.
1: Yeah, there it is. So yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so let's see what else we got. Um, Writing process. That was good, man. I love hearing about that. Yeah, writing. I mean, that's. It seems like writing that stuff like definitely is similar between a lot of bands. I mean, it just happens kind of differently sometimes. And it feels
2: like banging on pots. Our problem sometimes. is ending songs. Yeah. I'll write something, and then we'll get to kind of like the last bit of the song. Like, I want this to kind of be where it ends. Yeah. And then, John and Blake, will <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Stop. And I'll kind of be like.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, <laughs> <laughs> they just keep—they're not paying attention to me
2: at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's
2: tough I remember. That's a tough day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but, it was a good time. I mean, I think everybody takes turns doing that. Yeah. Yeah, where you just like, I remember we used to smoke cigarettes and we could smoke in the garage, smoke <laughs> weed and drink a little bit of beer. Mm-hmm. But we'd hang out and smoke and then I'd be like, I guess it's a smoke break and I'd let that just go. <laughs> <laughs> just like, All right, man, y'all He's keep going, man. So Let's see yeah. what I can do with one hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know But yeah I mean that is something That I always think about With the difference between And obviously When we were doing it We didn't know shit So we were just And that was But I think that there's A difference between The two types of like you know, practice and rehearsal Like, mm-hmm. right, like practice You're supposed to practice at your house by yourself <laughs> Or, you know, whatever But, like, we would often practice at rehearsal Which is not what you should do We were learning how to be a but band But yeah, that's the whole thing yeah. But we also were fucking over there every three week, or three times a week So Sometimes It wasn't even, like, we were really young And didn't have shit else going on So yeah, it was perfect I wish but, for that time But right? a lot of that, yeah A lot of that <laughs> was, like, a lot of us We were getting really good In there, you know, because we're doing most of our practicing in there too. But it's yeah. I mean, I think that there is something, and it's not even. I think that what you're talking about is different than that. But as far as like, you just don't know. You maybe they're just so into the zone they just want to keep going, which is fun. But you do have to find that balance.
0: I always have that's a hard time point. with tr- getting a chorus, man. I can write verses yeah. all day long. <laughs> yeah. The chorus but is But uh, unless it's a refrain, I'll say the line at the end. That's probably what you need yeah. is
1: like a, a writing partner as far For as chorus, songwriting was, in that way. Yeah.
0: I just recorded something I sent to Dave. Yeah. I was like, man, this is pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I think but it's all been a while since I've done is. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is, how do you capture your ideas? Do you just like mm-hmm. record on your phone? You just it's simple.
2: I'm blessed with a pretty – like I, I retain – so oh, I yeah, have a really. little acoustic guitar mm-hmm. That is actually My partner's little sister's guitar That I'm never getting <laughs> back like to her smaller, Even though she keeps asking right. for it yeah. <laughs> And I'm like you're, you're gonna play some Taylor Swift that shit with this You're not getting this yeah. back uh, <laughs> you
1: don't need If you play with it
2: at all um, So I write almost exclusively On mm-hmm. this dinky little Yamaha acoustic yeah. guitar I'll, I'll write a riff That I like mm-hmm. And then I'll bring it to the practice space where all of my gear lives. Yeah,
1: okay. And so I'll have, have all my
2: pedals and my mm-hmm. amp and stuff, and I'll, I'll modify it there.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And I, I kind of have the opposite problem. I'll write a I'll write a banger chorus. Yeah. And I'll have some good lyrics for it and then I'll have to write around that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Start with the chorus.
2: Want to make a trade?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Because it's like, I guess with a writing partner for music, like, you don't necessarily have to be in the same band. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and the promise, I got all like these ideas other, yeah. that yeah. use, man. Well, I need a writing yeah. partner for comedy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, you yeah. Guys could I need someone that I could riff <laughs> with like, comedically.
1: Cause it, yeah, you, you talk about that a lot, writing with Leo. Yeah, I try or... writing with, I haven't had
2: a
0: chance, but like, I try apparently. to write with Leo, too. Because yeah. I mean, anybody, really, because you get a different Perspective, but yeah, it's
2: finding the
1: time. That's the beauty of
2: the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) like if you have a podcast that you do with another comic, yeah, you're riffing all the time. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, Yeah, there's something to this for sure because we are rehearsed or kind of uh, practicing speaking and trading ideas and especially trying to be funny on the fly. I mean, that's.
0: being articulate and clear is another one.
2: I always feel like I mumble sometimes. I I, I talk Mm -hmm. too fast if I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I jumble my words up. Yeah. And that's like my Achilles heel Mm -hmm. to being a comedian that might maybe get shows one day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you (laughs) find that as a problem on stage? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. if I'm
0: nervous,
1: especially. Yeah. If you you kind of lose that control. Do you feel
0: that between songs when you're playing music?
1: We don't
2: do banter. You don't do banter? No, we, we play everything mm-hmm. we will take a break and i'll say my thank yous and my yeah. obligatory like you know whatever's tip by Tinder. <laughs> we like to machine gun those songs yeah, out nice. one yeah. after the, the other, other right? you feel yeah. like it loses
0: momentum if you give them time to think
2: some bands mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna <laughs> call anybody out because this is purely my opinion yeah. man um <laughs> some bands will pause yeah after every song yeah, kind of to up. say something mm-hmm. And I don't like it when bands do that. Yeah, I want to like play a block of three songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then yeah, take a break.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's what uh, we kind of do that. And that, our singer Josh is great about. He's really good about being a um, speaker and you know being the front man on stage. As far as being a, uh, he makes jokes and you know tries to engage the audience as much as he can. He's not like great at it. I think it's he struggles with it, but he he does a good job as far as. But it's like, but he does that. He, and We'll plan out on our sets to where it's like, okay, these songs are gonna go just what you said, like three back to back, and then we do, a you know, take fo- take a few seconds, and he'll say something. And... Jokes
2: are hard between yeah. songs because yeah. if you
1: bomb a joke <laughs> right during a music
2: could. show, like in between songs, you don't have another joke to
1: say. The word. right, we have the you, music, have to, you have to play the next <laughs>
2: song fully, knowing that no one liked that joke and yeah. maybe you offended somebody. Right. <laughs>
1: No, I think that that was I've seen that a lot I, I would not even say with you uh, as far as that was your first ever stand-up comedy really was in between songs oh yeah <laughs> like, that was my favorite was, I was
0: the guy you yeah because
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> yeah. he was really wanting to be a comedian I would comedian. rather it be a joke <laughs> than like someone
2: giving me a fucking speech about what the song's about but, like yeah yeah I guess that's true because we yeah. didn't really
0: do I would do that. both <laughs> <laughs> no it, sometimes most of it was for the joke yeah, I love jokes. but, no, but that was the thing yeah. but I
1: think that it's something about like um Yeah, you're, uh... you know practicing but you you always did it but I always didn't say like you you had definitely had tons of jokes that did not land at all and it's like okay well that didn't work well (laughs) that's weird that's what we do is like you guys did
0: like that you're gonna love this Yeah, Yeah. you kind of use
1: like well this is what you're really here for I would prefer that I'm gonna sing instead of talk
2: (laughs) I prefer that instead of someone being like this song's about my poor mental health I'm like I know your mental health
1: health
2: is poor (laughs) that's why I'm fucking here listening to to your music yeah so no my mental health is good, I'd be listening to something fucking different. I'd <laughs> be home watching TV right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so.
0: That's beautiful. That's a beautiful way to say it. I know you have mental
1: health. <laughs> but no, it's something about it. It's fun. Um, so what else? Let's see. Do we want to talk about, we talked about writing process. Favorite show? You want
0: to do yeah. favorite show? Favorite show? Like, like TV
1: show? more uh, like uh, your show. Do you have any experiences that really stand out like performance-wise over the past yeah. 10 years? The performing, like, the, your favorite performance.
2: My favorite comedy show yeah. that I performed. Yeah. The best one I did was probably still my first one. Yeah. Great room, great energy. Mm-hmm. Every bit that I had prepared got laughs. Nice. I thought, I am so fucking good at this. <laughs> this was, was the right decision. You did bomb the first time. That's uh, cool. D- the decision to, be, to get into comedy. Mm-hmm. Good decision. right I'm gonna go forward.
1: So good at this, <laughs> and then I did my next show, mm-hmm. and I, it sucked. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. where was the second one? The first one was at Bricktown, right?
2: First one was at Bricktown Comedy Club.
1: Yeah.
2: I think my second show might have been
1: at Kendall's, okay, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just an open just mic, just a different somewhere. open yeah. mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, tougher it, because it's. Or
2: like, you know what? The second one actually might have been at Bricktown again because I didn't okay. know there were
1: different yeah. places I could go to do it. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, so I'm like,
2: okay, I'm gonna sign up for for Bricktown again and get another show at Bricktown but, yeah. on their Wednesday nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just the worst. <laughs> my, I thought this I was good thing, at but this. Yeah. But then, you guys yeah. laughed at this last time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could be the. Issue. You don't
2: like it this time. I did the same. I did the same set.
1: <laughs> Sometimes that could be That's the issue, though. though. <laughs> it's like if yeah. if they, maybe they did remember those jokes and you don't realize it was a lot of the same people too, who knows? Yeah, I
2: mean, different, like, different crowds think <laughs> yeah. different shit is funny. Right, like, that's man. absolutely the case. It's so hit and miss mm-hmm. crowd-wise with the comedy. I didn't know that we're music, like, I know I'm gonna yeah. do good. Yeah. I know these songs are good. I know mm-hmm. the people that are coming out to this are coming out to this because they like hardcore. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna vibe gonna like with your us. stuff, for sure. People coming out to a <laughs> Tuesday night mostly local mm-hmm. comic, yeah, comedian light, show, like, yeah. mm-hmm. comedy show, uh, like, like, they don't know what they're in for. They're right. looking you don't, for you to die. They don't know. <laughs> what, you don't know Sometimes. what their tastes yeah. are. For yeah, sure, that's you true. You don't know yeah. what they think is funny. Like mm-hmm. what I think is funny could be completely offensive to them.
1: Right. In Some way. Way. or not
2: offensive enough. Like <laughs> yeah. that's like, true. It's so hard to gauge that. So like yeah. you have to be able. To roll with the punches mm-hmm. as a new comedian or even a seasoned yeah, comedian, yeah, you have comedian. to know how to you have to know how to bomb.
1: That's probably the biggest one of the biggest differences I see is in music and comedy. Is like, like I was saying earlier, like for for music, I do better when I don't pay attention to the audience at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you can't do that with comedy. Right. You know, no. not really. Sometimes, maybe out. if you just I don't know. Like you said, I think with your first set, right? You were saying it was so prepared that you were you had it down to where it's like if you could do that just turn you know you could write a five minute monologue that's really funny and hits probably almost every time you know if you really work a lot really hard on that but i think that that's really hard to do and it definitely doesn't get a hit all the time because some people but it depends on what it is too yeah but, but, like, my best yeah.
2: and worst comedy shows, way more <laughs> interesting to talk about. Because my best shows as a band, <laughs> yeah, they're it's, good because there was a lot of people there, right, and the energy was really, right. Yeah,
1: there's nothing there's else. There's not a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Nothing right. interesting. A lot of kids came
2: out. People bought shirts. People moshed. I, it was fun. I didn't yeah. like that
1: first show you you played in the field. That was a cool story anyway. So, it's like, you know, stuff that. like that is, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Interesting I live for the DIY mm-hmm. shows
2: I, I, I hate playing at bars Yeah That was our yeah. first
0: show It was on a back Of a flatbed truck yeah. <laughs> That yeah. was
1: yeah A little was outdoor, outdoor uh, Most fun we had Kind of random thing but somebody gave us the opportunity and that was was, was cool. Out in Guthrie. Yeah. yeah. And there Guthrie, was wow. Backwoods of Guthrie. Yeah. It was like in the middle of the afternoon there was like, I mean, a bunch of people of like our family came to check us out. So it wasn't like, it wasn't a terrible. Well, we were one of the first
0: too. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Once like. Once it got
1: kicked off. Later was, in the evening they had yeah. the, probably a lot more people out there. After but. everybody got off work. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great experience for yeah. us because we, that was our first time ever really playing a place. So. It was a
0: black flatbed.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm white as
0: hell. Yeah, so I got <laughs> well,
1: we got burned, up, man. Sure. He had his happened. sunglasses on and he I'm had that a ring. Pigment deficient. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. um So, we can ask you what your worst bomb is, but I guess <laughs> that's always the question we have for comedians. I, I don't know if you have uh, any interesting stories <sighs> there. I did one at Bricktown,
2: where it was, like, maybe ten people there, and five of them were comics. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. that's usually it. And the other comics that were there to do Bricktown that night were outside. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And there was this dude, you might have been there, with his partner, wife, girlfriend, whatever, belligerently drunk. He was outside before the show started, trying to get everyone to perform at his, like, I guess like he had a steak in like a dispo or something like that, mm. like a like a weed dispensary. Yeah. And he was trying to set up the show in the parking lot and he was trying to get comics to come out to it, but everyone can kind of tell he was drunk and mm. didn't know anything about fucking comedy. <laughs> I guess the comedian before him said something that upset him. And on top of that, the bar had cut him off so he decided to make his displeasure known during my set. <laughs> oh, and he was oh, like one f- fifth of the audience and he got yeah. up and left. And he was like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here, I'm just letting you guys know that the bartender's racist, she cut me off because of this or that, and that dude said something about Mexican <sighs> people.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> Just yeah. calling out everyone in the room. I'm gonna pull that I'm,
2: I'm not gonna do this dude justice, <laughs> and I want, I want everyone to know why uh, he was upset <laughs> and the reason that he was upset. I'm not. So yeah. Because I, I, I put up a reel about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 well, I was lucky enough to be to have been recording. Oh um, uh, yeah. Uh, so here's this dude. Um... <laughs> 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 we had
0: two drinks.
2: I think I think y'all are racist as fuck. The bar cut me off, I'm out of here.
0: Uh, (laughs) Dude, that was the best way to handle that. What do you do for a living? (laughs) (laughs) wait, wait, don't leave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're the only one. (laughs) There's
0: no one else here that I can do. I asked everybody else out in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're the uh, audience and you laughed. I didn't. That was a great way to handle that, honestly, man. I wasn't even the person that upset you. I think I remember that night because I laughed my ass off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) that's hilarious when he came outside that's a, a good weird. I mean that's a good bomb story for sure yeah um, so you mostly do Bricktown dude and you said you do Bricktown JJ's uh, and... I like
2: to go to JJ's even though it's mostly just comics yeah, out there it's, just uh, fun, it's getting better man. it's, <laughs> it's just... getting better I haven't been it's yeah. been like a year dude so oh, oh yeah, yeah it's
0: like people come towards the middle so if you sign up between 7 and like 18 it, you get people okay
2: yeah is gonna come out this week and mm-hmm. it got cancelled um, yeah. I, I actually I actually have new material mm-hmm. To try for once yeah. in, my, in the last year that I've been focusing on music Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well they got the secret do. over so, uh, uh, I should, I should try this room. material out Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to be at Bricktown this Tuesday Oh are you? Okay. Okay. So yeah. I have material to try out that I wanted to try out at J&J's Or mm-hmm. JJ's
1: um, Before you went to Bricktown <laughs> Before I went to Bricktown yeah. to see if like, I, Is yeah. going to work? That's a good uh, idea I never thought about JJ's As like a kind of a you know, because we always talk about how bad it is for you know trying to get laughs, but it's a good place to just try something. To if it's brand new and you don't even oh, yeah. know, and before you take it to some place you really want, you know, it's a good little testing ground. Yeah, it's a
2: good place to run some stuff. That's yeah. a good point because you want your Bricktown shows right, a little bit better to go <laughs> a little better than like your your yeah. Kendalls or your JJs yeah, or whatever smaller your uh, Grand Royale shows or That's whatever. A good
1: idea. Yeah, I like that. Because there's another open mic also on Tuesdays that I like going to at Sailor in the Dock. Have you heard of this place on Sheridan? Oh. It's a new little building, a uh, little event space, really, but they it have a lot of... If things.
2: it came up in the last 12 <laughs> yeah, months, I'd missed it because
1: I've been but, um, solely focusing on music and not comedy. But uh, there's, yeah, com- comedy open mic. They do music, too, but it's um, a smaller open mic, but also on Tuesday so it's a lot but all lot of comics will do both if they're, or if they'll go good because
2: I still need to I need to hit add that one to the list I still need to hit I've not been to the okay culture one yeah
1: Monday, um, Monday.
2: I live way closer to Norman now so Othello's is yeah. easier yeah. for me because when I was going to Othello's I lived in Edmond
1: yeah Oh wow. <laughs> that's that's like, that that's was a hell of a is. drive <laughs> and
2: then I got priced out of being able to live in Edmond and had to move to the south yeah. side so <laughs> well, you're almost there yeah, yeah. Well, that's good
0: well, yeah, yeah, they have this new one. I'm going to Sunday. It's called the Secret. I think it's ran by Curtis yeah. Newsom. Over around
1: um, 36, right over yeah, here. Yeah, by the On Cue on 36th mm-hmm. of May. Okay. Yeah,
0: and it's uh, I think it's like a LGBTQ bar too. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. off the right end. And then they'll have Sunday and then Monday, Kilo. Like I'm hitting it hard this week, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to do a lot of them. And we got like, one basketball game on Friday, but yeah. we got a show. But. Uh, but that one, that one's been really, mm-hmm. you know, Kilo.
1: And then Fairweather, is that happening soon? No. Kept, well, one? it might come back, but maybe not, not currently. Yeah. So, so to, and... But uh, that's, uh, there's a lot of opportunities. OKC okay, Improv yeah. has a new one. Like, yeah, let's say there's one. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they just started one. Isn't Matt Rainey doing one? That's OKC okay,
0: Improv. Yeah. And
1: that's an acapella mic. He said, I, oh, we, no, Mike.
2: Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it's they've just got open. really good crowds. It says out there about that. It says at the improv, so you know why you're going there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway, like if yeah, you're I going to the that. improv,
2: you're going there for a reason.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to hit that one this week, too. But yeah, there's a lot of op- opportunities for that. So mm-hmm. we, yeah, well, Let's we, go make the round. We rounds, talk man. about it all the time. Yeah, dude. It. So it'll be exciting. you uh, getting back into that. I'm um, and then do one last segment. What else? We've got final questions. Um, Where can people see your work? Yeah. What do you got coming up? Any shows you want to shout out or any Um, any comedy or music?
2: (laughs) I'll be at Bricktown Comedy Club
1: this Tuesday,
2: February the 6th to try out some new material if you want to see what I'm doing as I venture back into the comedy space.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Jawline is going on tour Mm -hmm. with Tar Creek another local hardcore band Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a very short tour we're doing four shows Um, April the 18th will be at 89th street here in Oklahoma City Mm -hmm. then we are going down to Lubbock Texas that is to be determined what (laughs) venue we're playing at Um, we're still trying to sort that out after that, we're going to the Smoke and Slam Fest in Corpus Christi. Okay. Um, nice. To play with a bunch of other hardcore bands. That is bit. also lineup TBD. Um, they have not posted a flyer for that yet. Mm-hmm. And then we're finishing up at Nomads Trailside in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nice.
1: So that'll be a nice little tour, but it's really yeah. kind of close. But I mean, Cor- corporate trysty, but but that's kind of that big festival is kind of what it's all built around, right? So you, yeah, that was like probably the main thing you guys were gonna do, and you just add right. some shows.
2: Oh, and we'll also March first, we're gonna be in Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. okay. uh, Halton City, to be more specific, mm-hmm. Halton Theater to play a uh, not like a fest, but kind of a big yeah. lineup. With cool. Some,
1: Really cool hardcore bands. Um, yeah, you are busy. That's good. Yeah. line year already kicking off the year yeah. strong.
2: And then March 8th is hmm. our only other local show coming yeah. up at a place called The Venue hmm. in Oklahoma City. That is with a band called It All Happened in July.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> our
2: buddies in a band called False Idol. And then a band we met in St. Louis, Missouri that we were really impressed by called The Disappeared who just released NLP. That
1: nice. is, <laughs> yeah. Sweet, that'll be good. That's March 8th here. Yeah. You said The Venue, is that a new place?
2: Fairly, they, they've been doing it. shows for the past, maybe half a year that mm-hmm. I've known of. Uh, I, I may have seen of, it, but yeah. yeah, I'm
1: not too familiar. But yeah, that's cool. And that's kinda of more of that underground or yeah. stuff there too. It's
2: so it's attached to this dispo. Yeah. But it's not part of the dispo. Mm-hmm. They just share a building. Yeah. And they have like an arcade nice, and snacks and stuff and then like a, a showroom. <laughs>
1: cool. That sounds yeah. fun. Uh, a
2: great place to maybe do
1: a comedy mic. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you should check that out. Um, the venue. Yeah. So okay. So send you a link? nice uh okay so what else last question um like i guess you always like to ask this but this might be i don't know if you have an answer or what but like as far as the challenge that you see for musicians specifically but maybe comedians or any performers but what challenge do you think people run into that's you think prevalent between you know for everyone that the biggest challenge that you see and what what do you do to ever try to overcome it and what can other people do particularly like younger people that want to get into performing
2: um a lot of what i hear people tell me mm-hmm. that prevents them from yeah. getting into performing either comedy or music is yeah. getting booked right um and the answer to that or the solution is to Go to shows
1: Yeah Go to comedy Be shows a, around it Go to
2: hardcore or... shows mm-hmm. Interact with those communities mm-hmm. Comedy it's a little bit easier Because you can yeah. sign up Right open For an open mic yeah. And you can mm-hmm. learn the craft
1: mm-hmm. Music
2: You have to have a band Yeah And that band <laughs> Has to have a drummer
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is And that stops most bands from Difficult <laughs> to find one That's
2: available Because they're all in ten yeah, bands Yeah exactly And then you have to write music And uh, put on a demo, yeah, and then go to shows mm-hmm. and meet some other musicians. Yeah, and yes. introduce yourself and say, "Hey, here's my demo. Mm-hmm. Can you help me get some shows right,
1: or something?" Huh?
2: That's how you do that. And shows are happening; mm-hmm. you just gotta find them. Right? Yeah, I think um, that's the that's the Instagram's the best way. Yeah, I, I find, Yeah.
1: That's how been, do you go about finding new shows? Yeah,
2: go onto Instagram. Search hashtags if you're, yeah, if you're if you're if you're not, you not already familiar with mm-hmm. the scene if you don't already know kind of where the venues are. Yeah. Also follow the venues. Mm-hmm. Follow local bands yeah, like Jawline sure. <laughs> or our buddies in False Idol mm-hmm. or Tar Creek. Um, yeah. And through that you'll the algorithm will recommend you other right. local bands and find
1: it for sure. they will
2: post flyers of shows that mm-hmm. they're playing. And then you go to those shows and you meet those bands and you meet those people and then you have an avenue for that right yeah Yeah. that's That's something that i always i
1: always struggle with finding shows specifically in music and i think that's a bigger problem with the scene and kind of uh, people's maybe mentalities or i think maybe just having a resource for it but like there's not like a central place to go to to find who everything that's going not even everything but a list of anything that's going on like doesn't exist anymore like the gazette was around for years and years and not they're gone so it's like what do you you know that's where i would go for forever to find out what's going on yeah. the
0: closest thing is like facebook events yeah but
1: the problem know, with facebook yeah. is people are moving to instagram and instagram doesn't have a good system for shows yet you know yeah, you have to really see someone's yeah. flag you have to you don't have, like, that's what been page. my thing is like i need to start saving that stuff and there's not a good way to save it i mean there is but I don't know. It's just maybe I just need to get the way more Instagram of that.
2: works. It's hard to yeah. have a, an event page, <laughs> right?
1: That's the problem. So mm. I don't know, but that's something that I think we need somebody, you know. And obviously, it's a lot of work, so that's why nobody does it. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I would like to see more people try to curate things, lists, and things. There are some like uh, Instagram accounts that do specifically like punk. I think there's a punk account, like an Instagram
2: there's some account like, that
1: just post punk that, shows yeah they, they aggregate yeah. right and just reshare stuff and, and it's uh, all they do yeah. i think there is and stuff there's, like that like you
2: mentioned earlier circle of yeah, media will mm-hmm. do the release roundup every month yeah that's great for month. the releases yeah. that's
1: like invaluable i think for what they're doing which is uh with that stuff there's a lot of work putting together those playlists and everything um, and, you know, Weirder, Michael Okoma Weirder used to be really good about weekly shows, and they kind of stopped doing that, but hopefully they'll pick it back up. So That's another thing. I would always, what? you know, every Thursday or Friday, you'd look at, find the Okoma Weirder recommendations shows. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's... I
2: remember they recommended us once or yeah. twice, and like, I haven't noticed...
1: Yeah, I guess he stopped doing uh, it recently, but maybe is for the holidays. It, I seem to have noticed it dropped off, but... You know what Mike
2: I miss the most? Yeah. The Monda Monday Ponyboy Mike. Yeah, I heard well, about that. Oh, I didn't know that. they had that. Because they, they had, they, it was a big, it was like an all day thing. It was like starting oh. at like, like in the, like later afternoon, mm-hmm. they had anime. Oh, okay. And then they would show a movie and have a discussion and then they would, they, they would have open mic comedy after that. After. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about and that. And then the open yeah. mic comedy. Open mics Hosting open mics Is a labor of love mm-hmm. And eventually They go away mm-hmm. yeah. um, No matter what Eventually unless, That mic yeah. will Eventually die
1: Unless you're Othello's Or Bricktown uh, Right yeah. Like I said Unless somebody Keeps it going keeps That's what James Nimitz Told us on his, on his episode About He you know knew the guys That started Othello's Way back in the day And then They stopped And then somebody else Took it over And that's the reason Why it's been going yeah. Well
0: Leo took over JJ's, JJ's Yeah you know, so. And
1: yeah that's what who did JJ's before Leo I, I, I Justin
2: was, S- Keithley oh okay yeah cause when I was introduced <laughs> to JJ's it was of the Leo era so mm. yeah same
0: yeah. Oh, and Leo yeah. was such like a yeah. nice approachable guy dude <laughs> was yeah, like, I'm, oh, listen, I'm so glad because yeah. if I like, yeah. get
2: into trouble because yeah. something I said on this podcast <laughs> I said, you Leo know, to um, do legal work for me mm-hmm as far as uh, I like a defamation lawyer or something <laughs> like. yeah. yeah he can point you in the right direction yeah, yeah. Uh, no yeah. I, I don't want him to, I want him yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. Leo to be my representation um Leo can sue <laughs> to this uh, <laughs> <laughs> please name your price <laughs> uh
1: alright well that's I think that's really all we got I don't know Nick you have any last minute things that you wanted to ask or bring up I guess there was one question I meant to ask but Where's Where sure. you, Where's the name come from, Jawline?
2: I just thought of it one yeah, day, just like one day I might cool. want to start a band and I want a cool yeah, one word name yeah. that's easy to remember mm-hmm. stands out.
1: I think I, that's the reason, like I said, whenever you said that you were so r- fairly new band, that's like, I mean, I think that for whatever reason that name is stuck in my head <laughs> and to where it seems like it's been around a lot longer than uh, that's you I said. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's very, you know, something about it is, like, evocative a, a or, like, you know, mental imagery. I don't know why. It's <laughs> just an interesting
2: It's just, it's aggressive. Word. Yeah.
1: But it's something weird. And, and, and kind of just cool. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. I was just curious. I always, I want to start asking that regularly to bands. That's always an interesting thing, usually. <laughs> about you got to ask how it to come comedians, to... too. Yeah, I mean, that's... Think of your name my... Give it to me. Uh, <laughs> this is named this. yeah so, Unfortunately. Yeah, I like that. Uh so but yeah, I guess did you have anything else? Uh, uh no, really. Uh, no. I no, think man. that's it. It's so, alright, uh, we did it. Good job. Thank guys. you for the cassette yeah. yeah, let me know what you, uh, you think, man.
0: Let me know yeah, what you think. Awesome. I'll tell Yeah. Chuck.
2: for
1: sure. I'll tell for sure. I
2: have like a I have like a thing, right? Like I it's like a wall mounted cassette organizer that I bought from beloved bones which is the store Ooh. attached to the sanctuary um nice. <laughs> so this is just slot right yeah, in there perfect. nice man
1: all right well thanks ab for yeah, being thanks, on the bud. show oh thank you guys for having uh, me absolutely we'll, uh, i guess we gotta do our upcoming events yeah. you want to take five take a quick break or yeah you let's wanna take do a one? you want to
0: run through it real quick we, we can, can run through it yeah.
1: upcoming events for friday february these are all friday february 9th which is a problem for me (laughs) 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 don't want to go to all of them but the first one we'll shout out uh throw it over to nick hey guys what's going on (laughs) i'm nick campbell I'm gonna be hosting,
0: <laughs> put a cork in a comedy show. It is gonna be the one you want to come to see. <laughs> out
1: guys, of out of all of this, this list of everything, hey, this we earlier, to be, so I'm gonna be able to do two yeah. of them. You're gonna,
2: yeah. I would, I would. Don't love, listen to him. I'm Nick Campbell. I'm hosting. This.
0: <laughs> and this is this is what we were talking about earlier about
2: identity theft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys, it doesn't get better. <laughs> that's what he was talking about glasses earlier yeah. VPNs don't sell, save <laughs> you I'm Nick anything.
2: Campbell if anything said on this podcast has upset you um, direct your complaints to Nick Campbell on Instagram <laughs> yeah it's gonna be nickcampbellcomedy.com
0: yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like <laughs> just go there bring yeah, sign up for the mailing list let me know how you feel <laughs> uh, but yeah put a cork in it comedy show that's gonna be Friday February 9th 630 to 930 join us for an unforgettable night of laughter at the heart of downtown Oklahoma City. Put a cork in it winery is where the magic happens and we're turning your Friday into a chuckle infused comedy extravaganza. Chat GPT wrote that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Featuring Headliner Extraordinaire, Lenny Van Horn. He's actually open for John Lovitz as well as yeah. Brad Upton. So this <laughs> is like it's a big get. Dude, yeah. five dollar show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're getting it for, it could have been $35. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he's only $5 for to see the show. Then the next, yeah. we got Jeremy Link. He's a comedian and producer of shows across the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, guest spot Taylor Dunn, a veteran and hilarious road comic. He actually does stuff in LA and uh, yeah. he's decided to do this. And we have a very special guest, Vanna Hightower, right? Known mm-hmm. for her charm and warm wit. And then it's going to be me as the host. All right, and then it's great. Like I said, it's only five dollars. Doors open at five thirty. Show starts at six thirty. You'll see me and Liz there. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a great time. I was gonna say
1: you have four people on this show.
0: Yeah, we. Uh, so what I did is I noticed that after thirty minutes, people stop paying attention They start <laughs> looking for the like.
1: Uh, yeah, think they just get else. distracted. Yeah, so you're kind of splitting yeah. up the the time, I guess. And
0: so what we did is I went from forty to thirty mm-hmm. for the headliner. Okay. And then I went twenty for the feature, ten. For is usually Guess. for the guest and then we got the special guest which is vanna so it'll be another 10 for her okay. and then i'll do five to seven up top All right. okay yeah so. i was
1: curious about that i saw that lineup yeah i mean it's which, a great yeah. price for what you get. Yeah, getting, right? for, sure. for five, sure four comics it's always a great night yeah. i always have a good time like i said i'll, I'll definitely be out here for this because i can uh do this and even if i have to leave i, mean, I probably won't have to leave early because it usually ends fairly i mean it's not, never too late when it, no. we get out. Well, so. and
0: be sure to get tickets because yeah. they're running out. Mm-hmm. Like I've already got most of. The, I mean, a little over half sold. Yeah, them. last month
1: it was sold so out. So it pretty, yeah, it sold out. Yeah,
2: so it's so really easy to make five bucks on the fly. So you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> easy, Yes, it'll
1: yeah, well, be, yeah, be a fun show. So. Yeah. Check that out Friday, especially downtown. Put a cork in it and great wine and food. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do one? Of course, charcuterie. Yeah,
2: want to do a, 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 an announcement? Yeah, Pineapple do you, will- Yeah, do you know do you uh, Pineapple
1: fire? Willows? Pineapple okay, let me. They're uh, friends of mine. Dante Frame is uh, in that band, but they're doing a show at Point A Gallery. Uh, I mean, it's... I don't know. (laughs) Pineapple Willows at Point A Gallery, Friday,
2: February 9th at 8 p.m. with special guest Chris Allen Cox. (laughs) 2124 Northwest, 39th Street, Oklahoma City, $10, all
1: ages. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, dude. Nicely done. Yeah, it's at Point A Gallery. Uh, I like that venue a lot. Like I said, I got to go to this because... My friend Dante is playing, also plays in Soul and Cable. He's a lead guitar player for that band. But this band, he's, he's kind of a. Um Kind of a shoegaze kind of type emo type more like a, I don't know yeah, shoegaze like ambient a little lot bit of buzz, a lot of delay yeah a lot of big sound like Certainly big he uh, loves the reverb and but it's kind of more pop I mean he loves the Beatles so a lot of that kind of stuff, the elements infused I would say like those those types of pop elements but I was say
2: like like my bloody Valentine shoegaze <laughs> or like slow dive shoegaze, yeah, it's, it's, it, it,
1: yeah I mean he he doesn't even like the term shoegaze I think because it's not really what he's trying to do. <laughs> but it, it has a lot of those elements. So. I like it. I
2: have way more pedals than I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <so.
1: laughs> but it, it's great. So um, And Chris Allen Cox, he's a great... He's a uh, more of a... He's got that Irish punk vibe. You know what I mean? Like Flying that, Molly. Yeah. He, that's style. kind of his stuff. But he's a solo and artist right now. He just sings and plays guitar, but he's had bands in the past. So. But yeah, check them out. It'll be a fun show at uh, Point A Gallery. And... Uh, So, yeah, that's it for the events, uh, and that's it for the show.
0: Hey, thanks, guys. uh, Hey, just to let you know, (laughs) I have a website, NickCampbellComedy.com. If you sign up on the mailing list, Mm -hmm. you can get um, information about upcoming shows as Mm -hmm. well as promos and merch discounts. We're going to start doing merch. So, uh, me and David worked on a logo. We got something good coming down the pike. (laughs) We're going to do T-shirts and... uh, and, like I said, also, you're going to get promos for any shows that we produce. Yeah. So, right now, Maybe put a it. Maybe you could do in some, like, in Lively.
1: pre-sale tickets or something. Yeah. I mean, advanced. But this way, uh, if you sign
0: up for the mailing list, yeah. my plan is to give you half off on the next ticket. Right, So, yeah. it kind of give you an idea of kind of what we're doing. That way, it, it gives people. I have a lot of people ask me about going mm-hmm, to shows. Yeah. Now, if they truly want to go.
1: Yeah, sign up but, for the mailing list. But this is the best right way to find out. Get it right in your inbox without any Yeah, i getting so. that inbox. that was the the original DM yeah that's
2: right (laughs) also shout out to my new website onlyfans.com slash filming through Nick Campbell's window secretly (laughs) it's a good one (laughs) it's a
1: good
0: one I'm surprised every time (laughs) (laughs) but thanks guys we appreciate it send us some mail
1: say what's up (laughs) gmail rhythm at gmail.com love you guys bye
0: (laughs) alright dude that was fun
1: that was awesome nicely
0: done (laughs) Thank you here.